Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me now, of course, is the Queen of the West, the Queen of Summer, and everything in between, Miss Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How's it going? You sitting in your pool again? I am. I'm eating a White Castle <laughs> hamburger, as a matter of there fact. You go. Doesn't that sound delicious right now? <laughs> it does. And you're giving away who our guest is going to be. I'm, I'm so excited. She's, you know? All right. Well, let's get to it then, because I'm really excited about this, too, because I've had a lot of respect uh, for White Castle uh, through the years. And on the line with me right now is Jamie Richardson, and he is a vice president at White Castle. And he's going to talk a little bit about a fundraising partnership that they've had with Autism Speaks that spans, I think it's a seventh year. Is that right, Jamie? That's right. Seven years are running, and we're having a blast and hopefully having some positive impact in each of our neighborhoods. But Megan, if, if you're the queen of the West, given your culinary choices, you might be the queen of the castle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good one, Jamie. Uh, Jamie, don't encourage her. Okay? Don't encourage her. Jamie, when are we going to get a White Castle here in Boston? Uh, you know, maybe someday. Uh, yep. you know, we're family-owned after 94 years, and we grow very purposefully. Uh, we are in grocery stores all throughout New England. In, uh, Massachusetts really? In Boston. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I did yeah, notice you can, that. Uh, just yeah, pop two in the microwave. Oh, they're delicious. And uh, yeah. same exact uh, 100% beef, steam grilled on a bed of onions, and uh, they're open 24 hours too. Because all you have to do is go to your freezer. There so, you uh, go, right Joe. There you. Oh, that's a great advertisement right there. I now, like that. Now I know what Joe's yeah. having for dinner tonight. That's right. Hey, now, Jamie, i got to ask you a question about um, White Castle, and I thought this was really interesting. First of all, there's a great, or I hope you guys think it's great, too, the Wikipedia page on White Castle is really interesting. It's got a lot of interesting anecdotes there and stuff. And one of the things it says on that page is that what, what uh, uh, Henry Ford did for cars, White Castle did for hamburgers. You know, we're honored to be thought of as innovators. We were the first uh, we were the first fast food hamburger restaurant. So yeah. we opened our doors in, in 1921, and we love Wikipedia. Power to the people, you know, and uh, <laughs> we've always been a place for the people. So yeah. it's part of the fun. Yeah, no, I mean, that's I mean, it's inc- incredible. I mean, but there's just all sorts of little snippets and stuff. You know, what's interesting about I, I think about White Castle, too, is like you have all these little it was a whole listing in there, like quirky things about um, about White Castle, like um, you guys started in Wichita, but you actually don't have a location in Wichita anymore and stuff like that, you know, and uh, they've been saying the people back there, I guess, have been petitioning you folks to get one like we have here in Boston, you know, to have their own White Castle back <laughs> again, which would be awesome. So. So tell us about the so tell us about the Autism Speaks program. I mean, this program, I mean, what Megan and I were blown away with this program is that consistently it's raised a lot of money. But this past year, the money was up like 50 percent and you raised over nine hundred thousand bucks. Yeah, it's been amazing. And we just have a really powerful partnership with Autism Speaks. Um, they're really focused on helping families impacted by autism. And as we know, I mean, that autism incidence rate just gets more frequent and more frequent. So it's been alarming and troubling, and it really is. And so 
um, you know, we know the people in our neighborhoods really care because it impacts uh, and impacts them and impacts their sons and daughters and, and our team members. And so we've been really, really honored to be able to partner with such a great group and, and look at all the good work they're doing. But this year it really took off. And so this was our seventh year. And we just tried to apply as much learning as we could from prior years. And mm-hmm. boy, it just really clicked. And I'll tell you what, there's one secret part of that recipe, that secret ingredient of the, the mm-hmm. people of White Castle, the hamburger heroes yep. who, who make it happen every day. And uh, the energy and enthusiasm they dedicated to this year's campaign, it's always been outstanding. This year, it just went to all new levels. And it, it was amazing to see us cross over $900,000. Our goal was, you know, we hoped and kept our fingers crossed, we might, if everything clicked, get to 700000 and we mm-hmm. raised over $911,000. So it was really amazing. Wow. Wow. So what when you talked about applying the learnings that you've gotten over the years to this year, what types of things came to the table? What sorts of things were you talking about? Like, well, we know X, Y, and Z. What were those things? Yeah, we think it's just really sharing more information with our team members. I mean, they're eager and engaged and want to take part. The way the promotion has worked over the years is to ask customers if they're willing to donate a dollar. And one of the things we realized a couple of years ago that has really helped us is that some people would love to donate a dollar. Others would like to donate $3 or $5. So we, uh, on all of our, we call it point of crave, all of our fun uh, mm, merchandising yep. materials at the restaurant, we, we highlighted that, you know, do, donate a dollar, $3 or $5. And I think one of the big things we did this year for uh, the general managers, um, the individuals who run each restaurant, is we put together uh, a lot of fun incentives and gave them more tools to use with their team members that we think added to the fun and, and made it uh, a lot more energetic and, and kept the energy going throughout. Can you share what some of those incentives were? Yeah. It sounds like yeah, you had a creative, yeah. creative structure. Well, one of the things, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things we realized is that um, you know, the person who is, is working the drive-through, who is at the, the register, it's really important that they're able to keep it top of mind because um, I mentioned the word hamburger heroes. We take that very seriously because they truly are. There's a lot of multitasking going on. So one of the things we did was to look and see what castles could do uh, 10% better than what they achieved last year. And that's one of the great things with having some history is you can have all the numbers at your fingertips. All of our restaurants are company-owned. We don't have any franchises. Mm-hmm. And so we had all the information we needed to be able to let them know, hey, that's what this looks like. And then uh, what we did on top of that is we said, hey, if you hit that 110% club, all the team members are going to get a special commemorative T-shirt and a really cool pin that says this is a big accomplishment. And, uh, you know, it's something fun. And, and that uh, was something that general managers could use to really encourage their team members. In addition to that, all the team members at those castles – that hit that 110% mark, each of those individuals got their name put into a drawing for uh, a brand new uh, iPad Air. And mm. so we gave away 25 of those. And wow. uh, and that was really fun. So you didn't have to be the general manager. You could be a team member who'd been at the castle three months. But uh, they were all pretty excited uh, when their names were drawn at the end of the promotion. And, and again, that was just another fun way to look at it. They, of course, had a perfect uh, Autism Speaks Blue uh, protective cover. And mm-hmm. they were preloaded with some uh, Autism Speak videos and, and fun materials. Wow, that's great. So tell us about the, the March Madness component of this year's campaign. And so the campaign, this year's campaign, was it in, it began when, in February or or did it begin in March? It actually uh, was the whole month of April. So we okay. took um, the month of April, which is actually Autism Awareness Month. 
And that worked out nicely in terms of customers seeing messages uh, from Autism Speak all over the place and then Mm -hmm. coming to White Castle and seeing us reinforce it. But this is where we think we really broke through and made a big difference. Um, We have a a group of people at White Castle. There are our district supervisors. And each district supervisor has about 10 restaurants. So we have 40 in total. And And we also have two regional vice presidents. Great guys, Chris Jaffrey and Mike Guinan. So to kick this whole thing off, we did a video um, starring uh, the Hamburger Heroes, Chris Jaffrey and Mike Guinan, where they do a little bit, it's serious in the sense that we talk about how important this cause is and how we really need to think about um, the, the difference we can make and the impact we can have in people's lives. But we went from serious to a little bit silly mm-hmm. because uh, it, it became a bit of a throwdown in terms of a, a challenge was made. And uh, in the midst of all that, unscripted, uh, Chris Shaffrey tossed out the idea, hey, the loser needs to make a music video tribute to the winning uh, regional <laughs> vice president. <laughs> and, and so uh, and we were able to play that for all of our general managers at our general manager uh, conferences. And mm, the GMs were just yep. up. Yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you what, at that point uh, – one of the GMs got up and said, I want to challenge uh, the other regions to see who can raise the most money here today. And they passed the hat. And uh, through that, at both of our general manager conferences, we raised over $4,000 just for the generosity of people sitting around the room, putting in $3, $5, whatever it might be. So we, we kick-started the campaign with $4,000 before it ever started. And that yeah. was a sign of things to come. That's yeah, awesome. that's well. You know what I think is so great in Jimmy and the way you're describing the program is there's a lot of engagement too. There's a lot of engagement for the consumer that's coming in the store. Uh, there's a lot of en- engagement for the frontline employee that is executing the program. But then you, on another level, you've really worked well with that senior staff too in terms of getting them engaged in the program. So it seems like you have all your bases covered. You know, and took us a while to get there. So this is the first year we've had anything in place for the district supervisor. So the way that whole bracket competition worked is that each regional vice president had their own bracket. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the East versus West. And uh, week to week, uh, there were different pairings. And then whatever whatever district supervisor had the biggest percentage increase versus their competitor in that week, they'd advance. And so it was really incredibly fun. And it it led to so much creativity and so much energy from the district and the fun emails are going around back and forth. And uh, it led to spontaneous car washes and other fun things breaking out as ways to raise more money. And so it really built on itself. But beyond that, it it just, I I think connected the dots and said Mm -hmm. that, Hey, this is something we're all engaged in. When we put our minds to something, um, there's no stop in the castle. And uh, these districts had a blast. And it culminated in the final week with, uh, you know, one district supervisor from the Guinan regions and one district supervisor from the Shaffrey regions uh, pairing off in that big final. The other thing we did along the way is we had a best of the rest uh, uh, every week. So if you got eliminated, mm-hmm. you, you could still qualify to win a $50 gift card if in that next week uh, you had the biggest percentage increase within and you know, you're in the top three within your RVP's region. So, you know, we try to keep it simple. We yeah, built right. what we thought were some elegant guidelines so it wasn't mm-hmm. like you didn't need to sit down and, heck, this was easier to figure out than playing the game of Monopoly. Um, right. But uh, yeah, you didn't have to worry about uh, Park Place or not, you know. It was a simple <laughs> straight ahead. But uh, it was so much fun to, to get the, the districts involved and to see the fun banter going back and forth and um, the fun competition that uh, resulted. 
I think it's really interesting. First of all, that you you kept the incentive going, even if they didn't advance in the bracket. Yeah. I think that's got to be really important because you still want people raising money. And then right. the other thing I think yeah. is just really fascinating to observe. And we've heard this several times. I feel like we're doing a lot of point of sale shows, Joe. Mm. But we, we've heard this several times that getting people involved competitively for a cause like really people go all out because right. most people are competitive, particularly if you're leading a division of restaurants, you know, you're tend to be a pretty competitive sure. person in general, mm -hmm. but when you throw mm -hmm. in a cause, sure. it makes it like, okay, to totally throw mm -hmm. down and be like, yeah, the loser's going to make a video <laughs> saluting right, right, the winner. Right. Um, well, that's the thing though, is you got to have, if you make it. it like work for people, they'll treat it like work and they yeah. don't want to do it. You know, I mean, you have to make it interesting and fun and engaging and meaningful and all those different things. You know, Jamie, one thing I'm curious about is, and you probably know this too, a lot of um, B2C businesses get that pushback on point of sale programs. Like not every customer likes being asked to donate a dollar. How do you think your customers feel about it in general? I think a lot has to do with how they're asked. So right. if you're able to, to have somebody ask you something and they're sincere, they don't mind it. I think it's a, mm -hmm. it's not the same. Uh, there's not the same engagement if the person's just pressing a button. And if it right. feels forced, it's not going to be authentic. And so mm -hmm. that's our hope is that if we can share with people why we're doing something and why it matters and how they can play a key part in it, it might sound cliche, but I'll tell you, it really does make a difference because it mm -hmm. connects the dots and makes it makes it real. And so we found incredibly generous customers, and we have so many fun things that happen. How do you get to $911,000? One dollar at a time. Yep. But there were so many fun things. That just uh, these, these anecdotes that came out from the different restaurants. Uh, in the first week, a gentleman came into a restaurant in St. Louis, and uh, we didn't know this. He didn't know this was going to happen. He had a grandson and had just been diagnosed with autism the week before. He saw uh, the promotion and was so touched by our efforts, he donated $1,000 on the spot. Wow. And, you know, it's just amazing to see the outpouring of goodwill um, to channel resources to a place that's going to exhibit great stewardship and get a great return. And that's what Autism Speaks does as our partner. So I think when we can go into it with that kind of notion, it gives us permission to have fun along the way and realize that the harder we work, the more people are going to benefit. And so... That, that to us is what it, what it's all about. Right. Now, did did you have any consumer incentives? Like when they donated, did they get anything in return? A coupon, anything like that? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. So um, they they did get a, a little card to sign if they if they chose, you know, and a puzzle piece, and mm -hmm. then uh, and of course the castles had fun uh, decorating their walls with those as a as kind of a living graph of their progress. But at the bottom of that uh, card is a perforated coupon that they can tear off that they could use uh, for, you know, a, a free chicken ring sandwich on their next visit. And, and you know, candidly, if someone wanted to use it in that moment, we're not going to turn them away. Mm -hmm. Heck, I mean, you know, if you have the castle, you got to end with a smile. Yeah, so, right. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but that was helpful. And, you know, and, and, you know, candidly, the redemption isn't super high on that. It doesn't cost mm -hmm. us a lot of money, but it's mm -hmm. a nice way to, to say thank you. And, yeah. and we think people appreciate that, too. That's well, interesting the that things... the redemption isn't that high, though, because typically in cause promotions, when you have something like that, the redemption 
on those bounce backs tend to be a little bit higher. So that's, yeah, we were that's saying interesting that. to me. Yeah, and who did we talk to that was ta- talking about that? Oh, that was, uh, in this case, though, Men's Warehouse. Yep. We were talking about a collection mm-hmm. drive that they did, Jamie, and they do a 50% off coupon. 50% off coupon. Yeah. That's a big thing. Oh, wow. that, and it's a wow. big thing, you know what I mean? So, But, uh, but you know, they get a good, you know, they're very pleased with the, with the redemption sure. on that. So that's something that's good, you know. But, but yeah. you know, one of the things that we find across the board, though, Jimmy, is incentives work. We do. And, you yeah. know, incentives for the right reason work even stronger than our experience. So, um, you know, we're, we're fortunate and we've had uh, inc- incredible people. The other thing that's really, I think, a critical success factor for us, if you think about our general managers, those are the individuals really responsible for this program being successful. Our turnover rate with our general managers is the lowest in the industry. So wow. last year it was below yeah, that six, says something. Yeah, it was below yep. 6%. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Fewer than 6%. And that's because some people retired. So, yeah. um, <laughs> You know, on, on average, a White Castle general manager has been with us 21 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to a person uh, that all practically started behind the counter in an hourly position and then have risen through the ranks to, to be in the role they're in. So, so you know, they have belief in what they're doing and understand uh, the difference it makes right there in their own neighborhood. Because to mm-hmm. us, it's not a place where we put a sign. It's where we live and where we work and where we raise our families. Mm-hmm. So to us, the chance to be part of something like this is uh, really nourishing. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So tell us, you know, one of the things that I asked Megan to, you know, <laughs> let me ask you about was I'm a big fan of the White Castle onion and her hamburger uh, scented candle uh, that you sell to benefit um, Autism Speaks. And I was wondering, in that total, that $911,000, does that include the 50000 that you raise with the candle? It does, yeah. Yep. It does, and over the last several years, we've raised over two hundred fifty thousand dollars of the candle. That's so it's amazing. been amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, and I think the total this year from the candle sales might have been just a little bit under fifty thousand, but still mm-hmm. significant. And, uh, and and you know, um, they, those candles are designed by Laura Slatkin, who's the queen of home fragrance. Mm-hmm. So she is now designed for uh, Elton John, Vera Wang, Martha Stewart, the British royal family. And White Castle. So we think that's all together fitting and proper. <laughs> well, uh, most of and, those people and, live uh, in a castle, so it seems to be only appropriate. You know? so. <laughs> we, we live in castles every day. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, when she first designed this, I, I received a sample in the mail. It was in a mason jar. I thought, what the heck is this thing? You know, it had kind of a distinctive uh, aroma. And uh, as Laura described, it had a, a base of beef. Uh, a top note of pickle uh, uh, with just a hint of bakery fresh bun. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, the onion is uh, is certainly infused in that as well. But it's, it's the real deal. And- well, you know what's funny? That, that what's, what's funny about the candle, though, is like when I, I have been talking about that for five years, the candle, in different settings, all three of my books, I mentioned your candle. And uh, so I've been talking about it, but it's interesting. The response I either get from people is, oh, that sounds delicious, or that smells gross. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I get like two totally different ads. I get no one in between. Well, how, how Not everyone that... has uh, refined a sense of uh, uh, taste and, and uh, aromatherapy as you do, Joe. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. How did I that even come different. about? How did that come about? Like, whose idea was that? Uh, you know, to be direct, it started as a joke. I was at an event with Laura Slatkin, <laughs> and uh, I just mentioned, you know what we should do? We should make a, a White Castle hamburger-scented uh, candle. And she kind of laughed. And then literally, uh, I, you know, didn't think about it again until I received that 
mason jar with oh the first table gosh. in the mail. So, uh, so from fun. from just that whimsical uh, uh, thought I tossed out, uh, I'm waiting she for created the, uh, it. Joe, I'm waiting for the bo- the body sho- soap. Yeah, gross. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good gross. idea. That's a good idea. Joe, you were talking uh, no, to the guy who in, who invented the candle. How excited are you? Right I now? know that's. I, I have. Well, you know, one thing I have to ask you, Jimmy, and one of the things is, I know I speak for Megan. This we are both so impressed by what you folks do every day. And but you know, one of the things that Megan and I are very aware of, though, it's difficult to do what we call fast food cause marketing because because it can be a lightning rod um, for controversy. And as a matter of fact, I. I wrote a post in 2010 um, about White, uh, White Castle called Why White Castle's Cause Marketing is Better Than Kentucky Fried Chickens. And and one of the things I explained is I think you, you guys were doing a much more responsible and effective job with, with cause marketing as opposed to what Kentucky Fried Chicken was doing at the time. I mean, do you, do you reflect, do you as a management team, do you guys kind of think about that at all in the sense like, do you feel like sometimes people are holding uh, fast food restaurants to a higher standard about their involvement? with causes, especially health-related causes? Yeah, you know, I think that um, one of the things that doesn't get featured or reported on as much is the incredible generosity of restaurant tours around the country. Mm. You know, whether um, in the fast food arena, casual dining, fine dining, independence, and chains. Um, and I think the reason for that is we're all, we're all in the same business. We're in the business of nourishing others. And right. we take it seriously. And, you know, a, a big part of that are the, the jobs we provide and the employment mm-hmm. that opportunities that whether someone comes and stays like they often do at White Castle or they use those skills and take them somewhere else and are able to, you know, learn how to solve problems on the fly and mm-hmm. learn about customer service and hospitality. So we get picked on a little bit. Um, yeah, right, but, right. But, but what we know from what our own people tell us is that we are an employer of choice mm-hmm. and that, that it's a great place to start a career. It's a great place to build a career. Mm-hmm. A big part of that we feel is being involved in community. And so right. for mm-hmm. us, we're conscious of it at White Castle. I think it's uh, for us, it's more, um, uh, I think it, it hails from being a family-owned business for mm-hmm. 94 years and having a, a family heritage of giving that really is uh, traditionally been very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we realized along the way is we're a place where people come for memorable moments and a place where people come to have fun. So why can't we have fun with everything we do and do it with a wink and a smile? Because we know we're going to be small compared to the bigger players, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean we can't have a big impact in people's lives. And Absolutely. so uh, for us, inspiration. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, I mean, that's a, and I mean, you know, it's interesting just when you look at all the different, um, you know, quick serve businesses now that are doing stuff, everything from Shake Shack to A&W restaurants to Kentucky Fried Chicken and McDonald's, Burger King, you know, just all of them now, they're really highly engaged in cause related programs. And a standout too, I think is Wendy's, which was featured at the Cause Marketing Forum, right, Megan? And um, sure. if not this past year, but, but another year and stuff like that. So there's a lot of healthy competition out yeah. there too yeah and wendy's is our uh, neighbor here in columbus so uh and we, we're real admirers of what they do in the adoption arena and they're mm-hmm. just incredible and they've they're very they're very focused and uh i think that's a good lesson that they teach is you know that that constancy of purpose that wendy's has brought to the adoption uh issue has been fantastic you know right so for us we compete fiercely for customers we mm-hmm. do you know that's part of the fun 
but mm. do it in a way that I think is above board, authentic, and honest. And at the end of the day, we admire the fact that we get to work alongside so many good people who are really sincerely trying to make a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I thought of one key critical success factor that bears mentioning. Oh, oh please. Yeah, please. And that is uh, uh, our accounting person, Darlene Rogers, was up around the clock whenever those sales results would come in. We were getting results out to everybody uh, the second they were in for the week. So oh, uh, the yeah. fact that we were sharing in real time, so it wasn't like this thing started and then six weeks later you found out what happened. Right. Once a week, everyone was getting a system-wide update. But beyond that, oh, I would get uh, so many emails the night before the results came out <laughs> with people telling me, I know how I did. <laughs> Here's where I'm going to be. So, uh, I mean, there was just so much dialogue and interest in that. So, but being able to measure as you go yes. is really uh, worth mentioning. Yeah. It's something that uh, an, uh, an important detail in terms of what, what led yeah. to our success, I think. And then and did, you, did you share that with customers then, Jamie? Like that you know, real-time um, accounting? That's a great question. We did not. Uh, we, you know, we didn't post up on uh, uh, the boards or yeah. anything like, hey, here's where we are or anything. But, hey, that's a fun idea for next year. So yeah, for uh, sure. that, that, that'd be fun to be able to share that in real time, too. Awesome. Well, Jamie, this has been so, so fascinating. Thank you awesome. so much yeah. for sharing this story. And we are absolutely enthralled now and cannot wait to see what your future holds as far as your partnership with Autism Speaks. So thank you so much. If people want to find more about you or White Castle, how might they do that online? Well, they can certainly go to uh, whitecastle.com. And if they have any questions for me, just send me an email, Jamie Richardson at whitecastle.com. Excellent. Thank you. And we'll definitely put the link to the White Castle site in the show notes, which, uh, Joe, where can they find you online and your well, show notes? Your well, version of people, the show notes. Uh, my version of the show notes, which is so much more interesting, I think, than yours. But I mean, that's just me <laughs> saying that. But uh, people can find me at SelfishGiving.com. We'll make sure to include some of the links of some of the posts I've written on White Castle in the past. Uh, people can find me minute to minute on Twitter at Joe Waters. And check out those Pinterest boards, Pinterest.com, front slash Joe Waters, 3700 hundred cause-related pins and many, many White Castle examples there to include. What about you, Megan? Uh, What about you? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And you can find our version of the show notes at CauseUpdate.com. And as Joe mentioned, you can also find show notes at SelfishGiving.com. And as far as the podcast goes, we do want you to subscribe to Cause Talk Radio so you don't miss out on fantastic conversations like this one. You can do that in iTunes. So please subscribe to the podcast. And if you like today's show, please leave us a review. And on behalf of Jamie and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us of this episode for Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time.